Welcome to Energy Matters in the Classroom with Robin Berlinski. This is the show that highlights and celebrates the kinetic and potential energy in classrooms across the globe and why it matters. We are heard nationally on your favorite podcast sites where you'll also find a library of all of our shows. And if you happen to live in Charleston, South Carolina, we're heard Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. on the iconic 1250 WTMA. And here she is, the woman who happens to share the name with the name of the show, Robin Berlinski. Hey, Ron. Thanks so much. Hi, Robin. A big guest today, and I'm going to do the introduction, and then I'm I'm passing the baton because you guys speak the same language. His name is Eddie Crosby. He's a results-oriented education technology executive with diverse administrative curriculum and instructional experience. That's a mouthful. Crosby joined Edmentum in 2018, was named Territory Manager of South Carolina in December of 2020. He's responsible for building and leading the sales organization and the development of the sales and market access strategy to optimize the adoption and appropriate use of Edmentum's product portfolio, which is significant. Eddie, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Ron. I am delighted to be here. Robin, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So, um, fun story. So, you know, I'm all about energy, right? So, Fran Welch at the College of Charleston reached out few weeks ago said, Hey, you need to meet this guy, Eddie Crosby. And you know, to same to you, you got to meet Robin Berlinski. So I was very excited. And yesterday, you guys have to understand we are less than 24 hours <laughs> into this friendship. Absolutely. Yesterday we had a phone call and you know, Ron, I'm all about energy all and about. I felt it immediately. Eddie and well, I speak you. the same language, the positivity, the celebration, the joy, hands-on learning, experiential, all of it. So I will be learning alongside my <laughs> listeners. I won't have a, well, I have a lot of questions actually, um, but I'm so thrilled you could be here today oh, because gosh, you have a lot you so to much. offer. Yeah. So let's jump in. I want to first go back in time. Uh, so absolutely. talk about where you grew up. Are you from South Carolina school, favorite teacher? And then we'll zoom to this day. Yeah. And uh, as we're talking, thank you so much for the energy and the introduction, Ron. I am just a Static to be here Yay. this morning with you guys. And yeah, so uh, born and raised, uh, local guy, Somerville, South Carolina. Um, I graduated from Somerville High School in 95 and went off to the University of South Carolina. I uh, got a degree in business, double majored in marketing and management. And immediately upon graduation in 99, went on to um pneumatic and hydraulic equipment sales for Parker Hannafin. Now I look like an oil and, you know, pump and motor guy. Don't I? Wow. Didn't see that coming. No, not in those not. clothes, but yeah. okay. And Give so, you some overalls. Or yeah, but while I was at the University of South Carolina, I was a after-school tutor, mentor, and coach. And absolutely at one of the local um, uh, after-school programs there in the city, and uh, it was just such a rewarding experience to, you know, tutor kids, mentor them, and then, you know, play sports. It was a mixture of academics and athletics. And um, once I got into the corporate world, I was realizing, you know, I really, really enjoyed the teaching and learning aspect with those kids, and I missed it. And I was a soccer player. I actually, you know, grew up playing as well, went to the university to play, uh, ended up not playing. That's a whole nother story for another day. Uh, joined a fraternity, but, um, you know, it was such a passion that I had and felt. I went back to school. My parents thought I was crazy and, um, 
So went to Coastal Carolina, uh, got my professional teaching certificate and license uh, through the critical needs program at the time. Uh, was hired in Lexrich School District 5 in Irmo um, as a computer technology business education teacher. Uh, taught there for seven years. Uh, got my master's degree in education administration from the University of South Carolina because I felt like I wanted to be a, a principal and uh, eventually a superintendent one day. But I did a little sabbatical. Uh, I felt I was being called into the ministry. So I left teaching for a brief time to uh, work in the mission field, doing some short-term work uh, in Central and South America, um, and mainly using sports, uh, primarily soccer, to reach kids for Christ. And um, my wife got married, met my wife, got married. We uh, were pregnant with our first child. My wife said, I'm ready to go home. So home for her is here in Somerville as well. Um, that's another story for another day. We dated in high school, but then, you know, went our different ways. She's a Clemson grad and, you know, I'm a university Ooh, the of divided, The divided family. Oh, <laughs> well, it's all over, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. And uh, we, again, uh, moved down to Charleston, back to Somerville, and I was hired in Charleston County School District. Uh, so from there, as an assistant principal, because I had my admin degree, Worked at West Ashley Middle School, Burke High School. By this time in the story, my wife and I had four children, and she said, Eddie, I really need you. You know, there's two and a half hours you're spending in traffic on the road closer to home. So I came back to Dorchester School District 2, which I'm a product of, and finished out my admin career there. So over the course of, you know, the teaching and administration, worked in the elementary, middle, and high school levels spent the majority of the time in the middle school. But uh, five years ago, as you shared earlier with our listeners, I had the opportunity to come on board as a consultant uh, for a learning technology company called Edmentum. Um, hey, but before it, you tell us yeah. about this, I've just I've done some math in my head based on everything you've done in your life. <laughs> He's You're 137 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, as Robin I shared, you know, the energy and enthusiasm, my wife always tells me I'm either 100% or zero. And that is is got to recharge those board. batteries later. Absolutely, night, so. Ron. All right, no I didn't mean to interrupt because Edmentum. No, brother. All right, go ahead. Uh, absolutely. So yeah, with Edmentum, it was just a unique opportunity. I was at a point in the career where I was actually finishing up my EDS, um, which is an additional master's degree. It's called a bridge degree, really, to get your doctorate. Um, and I was realizing through the steps in public ed that the juice wasn't worth the squeeze, if you will. I wasn't be gonna be able- <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Never heard uh, that. Write that down. I wasn't gonna be able to pay off the degree yes. had I stayed in public ed, which is sad, it, honestly. So sad. And I had four children. And um, I was at a coffee shop uh, locally in town. And one of my buddies from high school said, hey, my partner, uh, who was a former public educator principal as well. And he's looking for a partner in education, a consultant to team with him for South Carolina. Are you interested? And I was like, yeah, I'm always interested. You know, like Robin and I were talking yesterday, we're always interesting to interested to find opportunities and fits uh, to where we can collaborate and work together to expand education opportunities for kids because learning occurs beyond the classroom, right? Love it. 
Fabulous. Um, yeah, man. So it was uh, a great opportunity. And so here we are five years later. Came on initially as a consultant, did that for two years, and then um, was promoted to territory manager manager in December of 2020, which basically in essence allowed me to not only discuss implementation, planning, onboarding, professional learning, but then opportunity to actually sell in those moments as well. Because if a educator said, hey, well, we have a need for, you know, pre-K literacy to second grade, but we don't have a solution. Can you help us? I could offer solutions in our portfolio and then also quote that, sell it, you know, and then follow up with the implementation strategy. So it was a holistic, you know, like we try to educate the whole child, you know, the opportunity in in the business and in the learning technology world to do that very thing as well. And just, you know, I've just been blessed with the opportunity to meet great folks uh, in education and have such a passion for, you know, teaching and learning. Uh, so now being able to do this in this capacity has just been just so awesome uh, and unique to not only continue to impact the classroom, but then also multiple levels uh, through the education f- sphere from, you know, pre-K, K-12, higher ed, adult ed. Um, and, and, and again, I could go on just working with folks uh, I'm on the Acceleration Academy Charter School Board as well, which really targets students that are, you know, marginalized, that slip through the cracks. And we can provide an opportunity through a charter school. Um, Work with Superintendent uh, Chris Neely for the South Carolina Public Charter School Association as well. Uh, Talking with uh, Dr. Fran Welch at the College of Charleston. They're opening an Excel Academy. She's on the school board for Excel Academy, operating with Dr. Mary Thornley out of Trident Technical College, uh, where they their target market is students 21 and older that may have, you know, dropped out of school for whatever reason, but there's another opportunity for them to educate these young adults and get them the resources they need. So I have a question. Sure. I'm going to back you up a little bit for our listeners who have may have some questions about Edmentum, is it a program? Is it a system? Is it oh, like, great. is it across the country? Is it South Carolina? So, Give us some details on what it is. Yeah, excellent. Thank you for asking. Um, so we are an international organization. Um, we are, are in, oh gosh, um, uh, over a 127 countries. Um, we offer, and as far as districts um, in the U.S., um, just we're in every state and just about every district as far as, oh, oh gosh, uh, upwards of, I believe Seneca could be off on these are about 65,000, um, uh, students districts across the country. Um, and with that in an essence, in, in, in a nutshell, really, uh, Edminum is a learning technology company that provides curriculum and instruction for teaching and learning for all levels where learning occurs in a traditional setting and beyond the traditional brick and mortar. That's the piece. So the schools themselves can work with you, but some, the way we met is because you're working with our, our colleague, our friend, Lauren Herderick with Kids on Point, which is an after school program. So that was my kind of disconnect was uh, not disconnect, but I wanted to understand more but I hear now spaces of learning Absolutely. are everywhere. Let's not limit ourselves to a classroom. So I love that you can market 
and, you know, get kids engaged wherever they are, meet them where they are so they can learn. And the essence of Edmentum is building school around the student. So we have the curriculum and instruction. We have intervention support, data and research, um, consulting. um, And we also have our own school. Uh, Now, our primary focus is to collaborate and partner with school districts for their traditional brick and mortar resources. And because all of us know nothing replaces quality teaching. Nothing replaces that teacher in the classroom. However, can we partner? Can we come alongside him or her and provide them with the tools and make them and support them to be experts in the field to provide first-class service teaching and learning to these students while giving the the students the tools and resources as well to move that needle. Not only just, and we hear so much about test scores, but true learning occurs, right, in that classroom where you see students take those ideas and make them their own and grow because it's more than numbers, right? And we know that being in the education field for, you know, Twenty plus years, you know, and, exactly the whole more. child. Yes. Yeah, yes. and to to continue there for just a brief second. So yes, our primary primary focus is K twelve, but we also partner with higher ed um, and nonprofits. Um, Edmentum has a fundraising uh, and five hundred one c three arm to work with programs and five hundred one c threes like Kids on Point that you mentioned with Lauren Hutterich and uh, what a unique opportunity and again. Um, relationships are key. And through a mutual friend uh, here in the Low Country, I was introduced to Lauren a few years ago. And Edmentum is providing uh, resources, curriculum and instruction, intervention and support through course, our Edmentum courseware, Exact Path, Study Island, and our SEL solution base um, at no charge for these kids. And um, we work with Kids on Point to write a grant to our foundation, We Can Learn, to provide these resources. And we do all the onboarding, professional learning, and training for their coaches and tutors and teachers that they have on staff there. And what is incredible, Lauren just shared this with me a couple of days ago at lunch, is those students utilizing our resources for a minimum of 40 minutes a week scored 20 to 25% higher. These are Charleston County School District students than their peers that weren't using the resources. So that's, that's fabulous. In, I mean, and primarily through the tested grades three through eight, but then we also have a different metric for students using the EOC. So it's super exciting because I could, as you can tell, get so excited. Additional research coming out here with school districts for SC Ready, Mm-hmm. graduation rates but so wait so our listeners who want to look into applying yeah. for a grant your foundation is called we can learn we can learn and they yes. can find that online they can find that we can learn.org all one word um or they can reach out to me directly at eddie e-d-d-i-e dot crosby c-r-o-s-b-y at edmentum ed m-e-n-t-u-m dot com. Um, and I will be happy to work with them, you know, because we are looking, as a matter of fact, we're going to Myrtle Beach for the SCASA I3 conference um, next week and have a superintendent summit follow up 
on June 21st and 22nd there uh, in Myrtle Beach, but we are partnering with Sea Haven, which is another nonprofit. Uh, we're doing a give back activity. Um, they mainly work with Horry County School District students. Um, and not only are we doing a give back for the tangibles, book bags, pen, pen pencils, notebooks, but software as well. We're I want to get into them. the technology because you talked about that, but tell our listeners what SCAZA is and probably Ron too. Do oh, you know yes. what SCAZA uh, is? South well, Carolina. I'm, I'm learning too. That's yeah, I see here. the big question mark over your head, you know, in the <laughs> yeah. cartoon. It's the South Carolina Administration Association, all the principals, building level administrators, uh, district level administrators, deputy superintendents and superintendents. Gotcha. Yeah. It's an annual conference that's held in South Carolina or in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, excuse me. A lot yep. of brain power in one room. Lots Ooh. of brain power. So talk about the technology. How does it, is the curriculum online? So it is, yeah. So all of our resources are printable, but the software sits on uh, our ELF platform. And I could go into the very technical pieces, but the curriculum is South Carolina state standard certified. Uh, we come with them 98% um, alignment. And the reason that it's not 100% is because we actually require more than South Carolina state standards uh, require, um, but we're also national. So we have to adapt uh, and international based also off of Common Core um, national standards. Uh, and of course, those are specific per state that don't adopt Common Core like South Carolina. So we adjust and, and align to set, you know, the respective state standards or international standards. Um, so that's the primary focus with our courseware. And we purchased Apex uh, a year ago, year and a half ago, which is an AP primary content as well as um, middle school. So we bought that company to bolster our curriculum uh, for K to 12, but primarily at the middle and AP levels for high school. Um, I have a question. Can we chase yeah. a squirrel for a minute? And, and we'll come right back to this. So I want to know about international standards. Are they... Like, give me an example, like in Italy. What, I, like? Yeah, so we have an office in London. So we have a few offices. Our, our primary, like, instructional services office is in Dallas. The sales primary corporate headquarters is in Minneapolis. Um, we have an office in London. And we were, pre-COVID, expanding into the Middle East and Far East, opening up an office uh, in Singapore. But um, COVID kind of slowed that, put, pumped the brakes. But we have a very strong presence in the Middle East, in the UK, Europe. Um, so those standards, um, you know, it's been extremely, I've been working with our international team um, because we do a national conference in Las Vegas and trying to educate myself on that as well. Um, it's similar um, and so the director on our international team, uh, we were just, as a matter of fact, communicating through LinkedIn and, and of course a Zoom call on Monday because I was asking this very question. It is so cool um, because the, they were expanding, opening up opportunities for sales representatives and consultants to go into the Middle East as we're expanding Wow, are there. you moving? Yeah, not me, not me. No, my <laughs> wife would kill me. She's going to find out on the show, right? Yeah, no, she, we couldn't, uh, she, I couldn't get her out honey. of the low country with a stick of dynamite. So, uh, no, we're, we're pretty rooted here. But um, in, in terms of specifics, it is very, you know, it's very cool because the U.S. kind of leads the way, you know, but we are also picking up unique ideas 
from our friends in the Far East, Japan, uh, in the Middle East, in the Saudis, um, in, That's really as cool. well as um, Qataris. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's amazing to see how, and a lot of U.S. schools are in those. So we have a lot of co- uh, cross-cultural educators. Um, and as a matter of fact, the school district here in uh, Somerville, Dorchester School District 2, is looking to uh, partner with a teacher exchange to work with um, folks um, from uh, the Far East. I believe there was uh, um, Dr. Robbins and the chief technology officer, Dr. Senga, just came back um, from a, an exchange visit. So they're setting that up um, with folks, you know, I love that. We need to do more international learning and connecting kids and schools. And I love that. So thank you for letting me go down that little side road. And and as far as specifics, we'll put a bookmark there because I'll I'll come back to you once I have more information too. You know, kids learn, you know, you don't meet somebody from, you know, France and they don't know how to do long division because they don't have it in their standards. Right. Like we, we all learn math and science. It's just, I was curious to know if they're by, by country or region or like, like we have state standards, do they have like Correct. the Italian standards, the German standards, or is it like Europe? Well, they have, yes, like Europe they, and they, they have a very broad and then they have unique from what I'm understanding, just again, so cool. just scratching the surface. But if I may share a quick story about that. So another student here locally, her mom, our daughters swim together on a local swim team. She is the um, chief um, diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, a person at Volvo, just up the road. And her daughter's doing a semester abroad, but she is a student at Fort Dorchester High School. And, but she she's AP, like top of the class. And she wanted to maintain that level of rigor. And she's enrolled in the Dorchester to virtual school, who's a partner of Edminum. And we're able to provide the same curriculum for her as she's going to do the semester abroad and partnering with a receiving school over in Germany uh, to get an additional language, culture. Yeah, it is just so cool what we can do. And one of the benefits in a post-COVID world, which sounds crazy, but reimagining education. And we're helping folks in the public ed sphere do just that. Because like I shared a few moments ago, we can truly help build school around the student and provide opportunities that weren't um, uh, really uh, imagined before, or it really weren't um, in the toolbox, if you will. Well, I love that you're not rigid. It's so It sounds like you look at opportunities as they present themselves and you explore 100%. and then make a decision. So this curriculum, while it's developed, is not set in stone. It's either this or nothing. It's sort of like, whoa, you're going to Germany? Well, let us work with you. So I love that part of it. Flexibility, right? Teacher's middle name. Uh, uh, Yeah. If educators can do one thing, as we shared earlier, they they can think on their feet and pivot on a dime to meet the needs of their kids uh, in that classroom or outside of the classroom. Because, you know, uh, that is what is, is super cool and fun that gets me up my why every morning is because there are kids every day that come in and out of these buildings that have the desire and the passion to learn. And it may not be in that traditional setting. So what can we do to meet their needs? And that's the beauty that for me as an educator, when I walk in the building and I meet with these superintendents or even down to the teacher level, 
they the they know that my first and foremost interest is in their students and helping them achieve their goals, right? And giving them the tools to support their students because you know we all have or we maybe even were that kid that could have slipped through the crack if it wasn't for that teacher or if it wasn't for that cool or fun activity or lesson we did in class, right? That we can all, you know, pinpoint right now uh, in our memory. And so that's what is... So who's your favorite teacher? Oh gosh, there's a laundry list of of educators. Um, you know, have, having the, the privilege and, and blessing to grow up in Somerville and uh, attend Dorchester School, District 2 schools. I mean, I could literally go from kindergarten, give you my kindergarten teacher, first grade, second. Um. Yeah, shout out to DD2. <laughs> I mean, you are lucky. That is a yeah. great school. Well, thank you, Joe thank Pye you. and now Joe Shane Pye. Robbins. Good yes. grief. Great. Uh, some uh, Two pillars in the uh, sphere of public ed, for sure. And just the folks that have come out of there. But, you know, if I had to pinpoint one particular teacher, um, I would have to say Miss McCullum, my fifth grade teacher. Um, she was just amazing. Just with her, not, I mean, amazing teacher, you know, the, the academics, right? But the care and love, she, you know, the hug or the high five or the pat on the back or, hey, Eddie, I heard that your soccer team won this weekend, you know, knowing me personally. Uh, and I think that, you know, that's with growing up, you know, my parents knew all of my teachers, my teachers knew my parents. And I think, you know, I'd love to get back to that. And even in our, you know, harnessing our social media for a positive piece, we talked about this yesterday, right? And, you know, even we're thinking, yes, we're so connected through social media, but extending that personal connection, right? Even if it is through the medium of technology, but then also face-to-face, pick up yeah. the phone. Well, you know? I love that you talk about relationships with your favorite favorite relationships because that's what, you know, your favorite teacher yeah. provided for you. Because I always say no one's favorite teacher is ever <laughs> their favorite teacher because they did all those amazing worksheets. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. No. Um, and that's the cool thing too, adding the the technology, because again, too, with our teachers, we have to be careful because there are so many solutions at their fingertips, right? But the difference is the professional learning and onboarding and training and coaching where you come alongside and help support these folks. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Perfect yeah. timing. Uh, last few seconds, give us their contact information again. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So feel free, uh, Eddie Crosby. My email is eddie, E-D-D-I-E dot Crosby, C-R-O-S-B-Y at edmentum, E-D-M-E-N-T-U-M dot com. And my cell phone, 843 843- Eight three zero one zero four three. I would love to hear from you folks and discuss, you know, any options or opportunities or needs you may have. Thank awesome. you for that's a pretty love great lead, isn't it? Yeah. Any last words. Uh, how about yeah. your contact so, information? Uh, you'll hear this uh, podcast. There will be some giveaways. Eddie's yeah. donating, so stay tuned. Right. Thank you, Eddie, and follow me on Instagram, Robin underscore Berlinski. Outstanding. Well, you've been listening to Energy Matters in the Classroom with Robin Berlinski. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'd love your feedback at thelearningring.com, where you can also reach out to Robin with questions or comments and even chances to win prizes. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Eddie, for being here. Thank you, Brian. Until next time. Take care now.